Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Tonight's game that comes down to the wire between the Lakers and the Celtics, the marquee game of the night in the NBA. The Lakers hit a team record 22 threes to beat the Celtics by a point. How did it shake out at the end? After Kyrie Irving gives the Celtics the lead, the Lakers come down with the ball, 10 seconds left to go. They don't need a three. They just need a bucket to tie it. And here's how it ended up with Rajon Rondo, the hero. Ingram all the way, reverse layup, no, loose ball, Rondo for the win, yes, Lakers win it! Rondo, come back to Boston, Rajon Rondo! I mean, <laughs> Stu Lance, come back to Boston, no, no, I think you want him to stay, right? That should have been stay here, I mean, come back to Boston, I, I don't... Well, you miss him. I understand. I mean, this was hashtag playoff Rondo. <laughs> I mean, he came up with that big moment right there, but... You know, he got all wistful in the in the post game, kind of talking about his origin and home and his kids there with him. Now, kids there and running around and hanging out at the locker with the ball and everything. I mean, it's a big deal. You didn't get to hear the whole thing, but we edited it out when Bill McDonald said, Stu, your mic's not even supposed to be on. Okay, just don't say anything. Don't say no, he run, jumped no. over the top of him. Come, he didn't have his own mic. Come he jumped on his back and kept yelling. <laughs> You've only been here because Chick liked you, okay? This is my broadcast booth. So the Lakers win, and Rajon Rondo hits the first jump shot of his career. It is a very exciting moment. Uh, I believe he is the player, according to Elias Sports Bureau, that has gone the longest since his NBA debut to actually hit a jump shot. That's 13 years, So that's buddy. a long time. That is a that, long That's a record time. that won't be broken. Playoff Rondo. Now, before we get to the Rondo and the Lakers aspect of it, let me just, let, let me just say... As far as the Celtics go, because now, like, you know, look, we, we made a joke at the end of the game tonight that both teams were playing like whoever won this game was getting Anthony Davis. I still believe in the Celtics as being the team that will come out of the East when it's all said and done and get to the NBA Finals. You know, the, as, as Kobe Bryant, the very famous, we're flying through some dark clouds now. The Celtics flew through their dark clouds and they got through the NBA trade deadline. And yes, do they need more out of Gordon Hayward? Absolutely, they do. But this team is still so stacked and talented with the best one through eight rotation. They will figure it out. You look at the guys coming off the bench tonight. You know, Rozier had 19, Jalen Brown had 18. You know, Hayward really disappointed. This is a guy they gave a lot of money to, and he's four points in 26 minutes. But he will come around. They will figure out the best role for him because this is what the Celtics do. Because the Celtics are extremely well coached. Brad Stevens is a phenomenal coach. They'll figure things out. I'm not worried that suddenly Boston's getting leapfrogged by anybody in the East. I st- Look, they're going to get to the finals. They're going to win. Look, the Raptors, you know, the Raptors think they're going. They got Marcus All. The Bucks think they're going. They got Miritich today, but the Celtics are still the best one through eight. They're loaded. They're, they, they know what it's going to be like and what it's like to win crunch time in the playoffs. I'm still confident in them. This was a game where you can look at it and say, 
if Rondo misses that jumper, it's, boy, here come the Celtics. And here come the Celtics. And here they are, trade deadline. They didn't make the trade for Anthony Davis. You have a lot of – because as much as we talk about the nervous players with the Lakers, how many guys are nervous on the Celtics? Well, sure. Because this trade was thrown out there. And the Celtics was always, well, you know, we'll make a trade at the end of the year. We'll make a trade at the end of the year when our guys are out. But nobody's off limits. Whoa, whoa, whoa. At least LeBron wasn't off limits for the Lakers. The Celtics said everybody, hey, we'll trade you. And you want Gordon Hayward? We'll give you Gordon Hayward right now. We'll give you right now. We'll give you Gordon. We'll make the money match, everything. What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? So this is where you know you realize that that's the same kind of pressure that the Celtics have been under. And they're going to be just fine through this because even though the players are good players are young, they will get through this a little bit more professionally be ready, they're still going to roll through the second half of the season. Well, you look at from where they're at, they know they've got to play out the rest of the season. Like, for the Lakers, this was all on the table. I think the Celtics understand that. They've been wheeling and dealing for years, right? That's Danny Ainge. How do I keep acquiring assets? How do I keep rolling this thing over? So if you join that franchise, I think if you paid a half – half attention at all you know that that's a possibility and the way the things work out you are safe in a Celtics jersey unless something really crazy happened and another star became available you weren't going to be shipped to New Orleans before July 1st it just was it can't happen just the way the rules were set up he couldn't go there so I think there was some level of confidence there now the Hayward thing is interesting Right, because hey, he is just not look right on either no. end of the court. We've talked about it. There were quotes from a lot of people surrounding the Warriors saying he's a liability on both ends of the court right now. Clearly, if he's only taking five shots, this is a guy you paid a lot of money to be your shooter. Physically not there. Mentally at times seems to be checked out in terms of what his role is. You're still 15 games over 500. And what twenty two and seven at home? Yeah. Even with all the problems, you, yeah. you and because Kyrie gotten through and problems. the problem with Kyrie, yeah. like all of that, and his flirtation with LeBron James, his cursing out the media, the I don't want to be here, talk to me on July first, whatever. That that's great noise. It looks like he he at least able is able to push that aside. And at least the Boston folks for now, maybe just still drunk off the Patriots win. They're not coming back at him saying, hey, you want to clarify? He doesn't have to do the Kevin Durant circus right now. (laughs) They'll leave Kyrie Irving alone. But I would expect them to still be in that three-team race in the East when it's all said and done. It's going to be more interesting now after the events of today as we get into. But certainly the Celtics, you look at that rotation, and eventually, even if they find just 10% more out of Hayward, that's all they need. A little, little bit more scoring, a little bit more consistency and flow, and you're that much better. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. So, what did Rajon Rondo have to say following his game winning shot over the Celtics? Here he is just off the court on TNT. Let us into your mind for a moment. You're back in the TD Garden, and you have an opportunity for a game winner. Where does your mind go as you let that ball fly? Just, just get it up. Get the arc up. Um, you know, believe it or not, I always dream like this. You know what I mean? But I couldn't picture it being this sweet coming back on, you know, 13 years in, you know, where it all started. Uh, team struggling right now, and it's, I think it's be definitely a confidence boost, of course. The nature of this game was always going to be an emotional one. This is a storied rivalry. Today's trade deadline has passed. What was the key to silencing that noise and uh, focusing on this comeback win? Just taking one possession at a time. You know, like I said, we've been through a lot. 
Uh, we continue to believe in each other. Coach has been doing a hell of a job staying with us, and we just try to stay focused. Finally, what does this fourth quarter say about this Lakers team moving forward? We're resilient. You know, we're a group of guys that's hungry. Um, just looking forward to each game, you know what I mean? So it's playoff atmosphere here. It's a great crowd, obviously. You know, we came in and gave it our best. When you walk into this building, where does your mind go first? I asked you where your mind was last, but where does it go first? Home, where it all started. You know, Danny believed in me from day one, and my career probably wouldn't be the same if I went anywhere else. Congratulations. I know you've got a lot of fans waiting for you. Appreciate it. Thank you. You know, we kind of hit it in Belichick's face, too, because Belichick was courtside. I'd have never allowed that to happen. We're not going to let that loose ball go. I hey, I two guys had a chance I at him. He's a weapon. You got to coach him up. No, I, I had that play. I knew the Lakers were going to run that play. We were watching them before. We were going to run that big miss by Brandon Ingram, and it's going to bounce up. Should have called a timeout. Could have done many things. Could have happened. Fake punt. Had to maybe. make sure the uh, roof was closed. Yeah, make sure, you know, I was just going to. I would have fired Brad Stevens after the game. It would have happened the way. But. This is the thing you heard Rondo say. Stay together, teamwork. And I mentioned last hour that this is one of those games where sometimes it's one game and it's one game in 82 and sometimes one game is more than that. Watching the way the Lakers played tonight and this was easily a game that could have been just like Indiana two two nights ago where they get steamrolled by 42 and it's boy they look like they're dead from the neck up and this season is is now going to be done because everybody is just despondent because LeBron wants to trade everybody they don't like Luke Walton and this season's going off the rails because they're all going to wind up having to play together the rest of the year because Anthony Davis didn't get traded and instead they have a game where they looked so in sync offensively I mean, you you watch them. They found the open man. Repeat. Look, it was an NBA. It was a record for them. Most threes in a game. They had twenty two. They found the open man repeatedly. Their offense looked like this was a this was a early first round playoff series. They've been playing together all season long instead of just LeBron's third game back since he was injured. And they played. Fire were fired up. They were fired up with each other. You can tell that it was just a different kind of energy around the team, around the Celtics as well. You know, it was both teams that they wanted this game. This was one of those knockdown, drag out games that that both teams absolutely had to have for mental reasons. And the Lakers needed it, and they got it. This is I was I was so surprised the way it came out because I thought this will be a game. Where, look, we're watching this back uh, in the outside of the yeah. studio before the game, and the third quarter's ending, and it's a close game. And I, I turned to you and I said, this is where the Celtics now, the fourth quarter, they're the better team, they're playing at home. The Lakers did this rah-rah, but they're going to run out of steam. And they stayed in it. And down six with 45 seconds left, they still hit big threes to tie. KCP hit a three. LeBron hit a big three. At the end, after Kyrie put, gives them the lead, they get the shot from Rondo to win. This may be... A situation that puts them past everything that went on, which is why sometimes one win is bigger than just one win. I love your optimism. I mean, I know it's I love that you're in Los Angeles, and sometimes I don't know if you're just trying to get in good graces with with Frostburg and make him feel all better. No, no, no. What what I'm trying to do is all I'm trying to get all of LeBron's friends. If any of them don't go to the Lakers, I can get them to say, "Hey, you know, there's no room. Go to the Knicks." I mean, I'm trying to do that. I'm trying oh, to, you know, okay. listen, you came in third as LeBron's third best friend, and so you can't come to the Lakers. So you want you to go to the Knicks and be Kevin Durant's first best friend. Since they did the draft and everything, why didn't they just steal from The Bachelor? And he gave guys roses and. Makes you, you think know, he did. Uh, well, maybe he did. I don't I'm know. I'm sure he gave Anthony Davis a rose before they even picked. Well, Whatever he did, he's... it worked. 
for one for one night it no, works. Not, this is more than a night. No, look, you can say that all you want. They they didn't show up the other night. They galvanized yeah, against the team. That was the, the other night. That's fine. Let me see it the next you night. You just saw and it. The they next beat night. the Celtics in Boston. <laughs> That's great. It's it's one, one more. What do you need to see? Yes, I live an 82 game schedule on one night. That team was not supposed to play like that tonight. They weren't supposed to play like that the other night either. Yes, they were. There, you got to act like yes, a professional, Frostburg. I thought you weren't going to complain anymore. I'm yeah. not complaining. What, what I'm just giving that? fact. <laughs> if he's going to give me all sunshines, lollipops, and rainbows, that now they're going to go undefeated for now. the rest of the season. They're not losing everybody's another game. Whoa, dancing around and all Frostburg. excited, whatever Wait, else. The Lakers are going to go undefeated the rest of the way. Yeah, Hot take not I'm going to say that the opponent and the venue helped quite a bit in terms of motivation. Uh, I... Oh, I, I, the fact that they're playing the Celtics that both these forget about the Anthony Davis sweepstakes for a moment. The just the idea that this is the rivalry that going back all these years that you you can put some sort of statement. You've got LeBron James after his month sabbatical, King James. groin injury. I don't I don't <laughs> use that term. That could be yours. You better start. Yeah, but remember that's but one thing is remember this is not something that is unforeseen. This was the Lakers were playing pretty well when he got hurt. Sure. I mean they they had got But to past think that it. it all got fixed in you know, one night. They they were playing they were third in the Western Conference. That's he got fine. hurt. I mean, now let me let me see him let me see him fight back but to that. You, it's it's sometimes one win is more than Look, a win. the long road begins with the first step. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Probably something that go in a little bit different direction with this and something we've, you've said all day or heard for the last you know few hours is that what New Orleans did by holding on to Anthony Davis isn't going to be the best thing because... We talked about it the other night, the the law of supply and demand. There was one superstar available at the deadline, and if the best offer was the Lakers, are you really think you're going to get a much better offer when free agency comes and there's five or six players who are just as good as Anthony Davis and teams can pick up? Because what people forget is that it's not like Anthony Davis is a unicorn. You know, he's not the lizard, he's not the unicorn, he's not the koala bear, he's not the capybara, you know, he's not any of these things. A capybara. He's, he's I like a that. really good. You don't get that in. No, he's a really good big man. But it doesn't matter because the Lakers can get by with spending money on Kawhi Leonard. They'll be okay if Kyrie Irving comes in. And then guess what? There's no offer for Anthony Davis, right? If the Celtics decide, if the all right, Celtics are going to give us a big offer, and Kyrie Irving decides to stay, whoa, okay, well Kyrie's going to stay. Yes, and you know what? Kawhi wants to come to you. And what's stay in the East, go to ball. Oh, well, sorry, we're not going to really trade for Anthony Davis now. When you, anything you do that you postpone, you allow variables to enter. And when variables enter, if you think you're going to get the same outcome you could get at that time, you're mistaken because too many things can happen. It's, you, know, you go back to Paul George when the Lakers said, no, we're not going to offer Brandon Ingram for Paul George because we think Paul George is going to walk through the door next year and Magic Johnson patted himself on the back. He was the smartest guy in the world. And what happened? You never thought he would go to Oklahoma City, fall in love and stay there and sign a contract. But you know what? 
Russell Westbrook invites him to one one of the seven parties he has over the summer and mentions his name and everybody says, oh, great. And Paul George stays. So now that's out. You didn't expect that to happen, but it's what's called an unforeseen development. And that's what will happen. There's too many unforeseen things that can happen between now and the end of the season. What if at the end of the year comes, okay, and Anthony Davis plays and then the, the Pelicans call the, the Celtics say, okay, we got a deal going great. All right, but well, we're going to do this. Now Rich Paul says, oh, you screwed me. I'm going to screw. Guess what? Anthony Davis isn't reporting. It's not going to go to Boston. Not going to go there at all. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nope, not going there. So now you screwed yourself. And then we'll have to figure out some kind of thing. And Anthony Davis will, will threaten to sit out the year. And then the, then the NBA will get involved. We can't have a star sit out the year. And all the stuff will happen. So it was like this round was won by the Pelicans. But watching the offseason, because t- I guarantee you, they try to make this trade to Boston, you're going to get, yeah, we're not going to go. Sorry, we're not going to go. Well, it's funny because you had the uproar, right, when LeBron James was just sitting down games. And now this year you got Steve Kerr joking about load management has become the term. That, that goes in when someone sits out because of the way the schedule works out for a week. You know, when, you, when you go through these variables, right, you, you want to leave nothing to chance. There was a great article that came out about the Super Bowl and preparation of Bill Belichick being the guy that makes sure every T is crossed, right? With Is the roof going to be closed? Our understanding was the roof's going to be closed. <laughs> How long is it going to take? After the, so it's like he goes to the official, like after the flyover – we're going to have the roof closed. It's going to take about eight minutes. So he's going to find his special teams coordinator, and they're talking about, all right, here's the deal. Accounting for whatever small degree trip. Yes. That's he, all it is, which again, is why he drafted the drafted team. all the guys that are going to be free agents. But the idea that you, you've left it to chance. And for the Pelicans, there, there's a lot to like and a lot to hate about how this process went down, right? Because you can make the argument that they've now put themselves as a no-go destination. You might as well move the team, which is suggested go back to go to Seattle, go to Vegas, whatever the case may be, uh, and just give up. Stop being a football team and, and sell your ass. And you get the talent, and you realize that if you're in New Orleans, you're like, okay, I get we really didn't want to trade and we wanted to wait, but boy, this offer is really good right now. This offer is fantastic. We kind of have to do it because in the end, we have to do what's best for the team. And if we're losing Anthony Davis, we're losing him. We got to get somebody good. We got to get something. So if we do this, this is going to do it for us. And that would have gotten it done. But instead, they just sat around and they're waiting for a future that might not show up. Well, as I said, often imitated and never duplicated. Just the idea that you go the Brett Favre route. I know it's now become commonplace to hear it. It's like said it at the beginning of this process. Make it harder. Make it harder for Rich Paul, Anthony Davis, who's a pawn for LeBron James and and Rich Paul in this process. An active pawn. He's got some Mm. say in the matter, but the reality is they're pulling a power play. So if you don't want him going there, if Phoenix is the place, send him to Phoenix. LeVar Ball will be all excited because maybe he can end up there and Lonzo will end up running around with Anthony Davis. But the idea... No, there's no room because it's going to be Lonzo and Jello and LaMelo. There's no room for AD. They're they're the only ones that are going to play. Oh, Yeah, they're going to play three on five. See, Now you've revolutionized the game. I like that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. The couple of trades that did go down are really, really big because you want to talk about the winners in the trade deadline. It's the Eastern Conference because right now they have three of the four top teams in the NBA. It's still Golden State, but then it's Milwaukee, Toronto, 
and Boston. All right, Milwaukee getting Miritich is a big deal because all he's going to do is hit threes. And when you have guys that can finish, you have a guy that's going to provide that instant offense. That's huge for a team already at the top of the East. Marcus all makes Toronto deeper. You know, I talk a lot about the Celtics rotation, how how how, how loaded they are, one through eight. This makes them even deeper as well. Like he's not the same Marcus all of, of five years ago, obviously because he's thirty four, but he's a huge addition there. I mean, I just could be a year off on my Toronto prediction. Nicely done. I loved them last year. I could be a year off in Toronto, but really, the the top three of the the top four teams in the NBA. Look, Denver's good, but I will still take right now with these additions how well they've played. I will take all three of those teams in the East over them. So I say right now it's Golden State, then the three teams in the East. So suddenly the you know this whole of Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference. It's whoa, the Eastern Conference just got pretty good, and the playoffs got really interesting. Well, it got it got a lot of fun, uh, a lot more fun the last what seventy two hours, right? Because you go to the Sixers as well. That starting five is going to be pretty potent along the way. You look, Indiana's at thirty six and nineteen right now. You're still scratching your head. See how they sustain. Uh, without Oladipo, but you've got power in the Eastern Conference. You've got balance. You've got Giannis getting extra help. Talk about Miritich, what, six, almost 17 a game, eight rebounds, and nearly three three-point games per night. I mean, instant offense comes in. Marcus All he gets uh, extra points for the meme that he put out about the waiting game, like he was Freddie Mercury waiting to go on stage doing vocal exercises. Mm-hmm. I like the the comedy that came along with that. You know, run around go da 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 da, and then he ends up getting dealt. So now it's done. I mean, in in the post game, Kyrie Irving being asked about what he thought of the day, and he just said, "Well, I didn't know anything." But that was the one guy he mentioned. He goes, "Marcus all got traded, right?" <laughs> so <laughs> certainly everybody aware of the shuffling. But the Eastern Conference playoffs. Look, we already thought the West would be fun, except for well, anybody facing the number one seed. Yeah, that there'll be a lot of a lot of long battles along the way there, assuming they haven't blown up and. Someone takes their ball and goes home, or another battle between Draymond and Kevin Durant happens, or Durant gets suspended for fighting a media member. That could happen. He could fight anybody. He could happen at some point. But I I believe in the – look, you look at the other teams in the West, and this is not that the West is bereft of good teams, but let's just say you took the top three teams, the top four teams in the East, right? I'm not believing the Pacers without Oladipo. That's going to be really difficult to maintain. So you want to say Bucks, Raptors, Celtics. Let me look at the West. You go, okay, Golden State, Denver – yeah, I like Denver, but not as much as I like the other teams. I'm not believing the Thunder are going to make a big, long playoff run. I'm not believing the Rockets can make a really big, long playoff no. run. The Blazers can't make a big, long playoff run. I, I like those teams as suddenly, and then you're going to have the Sixers are going to rise because they made a big move with no, Tobias Harris now. Absolutely. They're going to be better. And so now it's like, boy, we got four really good teams at the top. That four really good that are deep and loaded, not just, hey, it's really Harden and whatever else he can do. You well, know, and, and the Sixers like get that. rid of Markel Fultz, so that's not hanging over them, right? That anchor of what's going on there. Yeah. That, you know, we talk about things hanging around in a locker room and narratives that follow teams. That was one that was still out there. No matter how well they played, no matter how many moves they moved, uh, made over the last couple days and weeks that Markel Fultz and, and his status is still out there. They don't have to worry about that anymore. That's a final. <laughs> the Rockets are interesting if they can stay healthy. I just don't trust that they can, right? By the time Capella comes back, is Chris Paul injured again? Oh, he's going to get hurt again. Yeah, you, right? you, you missed and, that And James window. Harden, you missed at that what window. point do the minutes add up? 
you can tell me all you want. Ah, it's th- you know forty minutes a night. He's only thirty years old. That's fine. Playoff basketball is a different thing when he's getting bumped and beaten, and we saw it last year. I mean, it, finally, it wears on your body, and you start forcing shots, and he's a guy that initiates a lot of contact anyway. So by the sixth game of a series, does he have anything left if those other component parts aren't there? So Houston, well, we interesting. The last year, the same right. thing. Paul got hurt. Okay, well, so you got to win one out of the last two, and all he did was exhaust hard no, in that's the first it. three quarters. Beat him down. Do anything. And we'll assume based on many years of history that Chris Paul will be in that same boat. Yeah, well, and he's well, Chris Paul will be fine. Check out a boat in. Right up until not a ship in the same boat. But Chris Paul will be they fine. They don't deserve a ship. Right until you need him the most. Right? That whatever point of the year the Rockets need him the most, that's when he's going to get hurt. You left that's me what happens. just when I needed you just most. Just when I needed you. There you go. Oh, wow. You went uh, Randy Van Warmer. Yes, I did. Oh, How about that? Oh, tight shirt. We got to hear Randy Van Warmer coming up Woke next. Woke up this morning. Oh, I really... oh, Randy Van Warmer's awesome. Oh, there that's you go. so good. Oh, you know the song. The guy, and, and he had, in fact, he was one of the he was one of those people that he because he died young and he had his ashes shot Spoiler off out into space. Well, he already died. He had his ashes shot off Gotta out into be space. In the space, so his ashes are now floating around the earth Sweet. somewhere. Woke up the like morning. Like Donnie's from the Big Lebowski? Uh, oh, yeah, hey, it's a great In-N-Out burger where that is. Oh, his it's ashes were uh, floating. <laughs> be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. With us now on the hotline. He's not my best friend, but he's my second best <laughs> yeah, friend. There you go. L.A. Times around the horn panelist, Bill Plasky. VP, what's happening, buddy? Greatest moment of tonight's game, watching Bill Belichick frozen on the on court side. Did y'all see that? Did you see that? Oh, Rondo hit it in front of him. He, yeah, he didn't move. And the Lakers were celebrating, and he didn't get up to leave. I'm like, dude, the game's over. You lost. Get out of he, here. He was wondering whether he could get McCourty for another breakup. Deron Harmon could make a play. He was, he was looking for he was looking for Jerry Goff somewhere at the LB. No, yeah. he, the thing is, he's upset because he knew that play because he saw the Lakers practice and that video of it ahead of time. Oh, yeah, so he knew thing. that was going to be the big play. Was, he's thinking, he's thinking, dang, I, dang I, I, I gave Brad Stevens all the tape. Didn't he use it? I stole everything. Everything for him. What, what, what else am I supposed to do? <laughs> so yeah, it was great. It was tremendous seeing Belcher. But I'm, I'm not like, I'm not like you, Jason. Right now, I realize I'm your second. I want to be your second best friend, but I'm not on board with this being a stepping stone or a season turner or anything like that. I don't think it was. It was a great moment. It was a great moment for the Lakers. And you know, again, doing against the Celtics in Boston, coming five days after the, you know New England worked worked the Rams. But I just don't think – I think it was a bad – in general, it was a bad day for the Lakers. I mean, A, they didn't get Anthony Davis, and it looks like they're probably not going to get Anthony Davis. Rich Paul, you know, you know, I think Rich Paul screwed this whole thing up by, you know, making it so public and trying to hold a gun to New Orleans' head. New Orleans wasn't going to answer it. I mean, I do think Magic did all he could. He gave him everybody. But I don't think New Orleans was just not going to deal with him. So they didn't get Anthony Davis. And then LeBron James comes out before the game. You saw this, right, where he said, well, I don't need to chase anything. Anything I get is icing on the cake. Icing on the cake? What are you talking about? (laughs) The Laker fans are going crazy here. You're supposed to bring us a champion. You're bringing a championship. So that wasn't wasn't good. I think that, that was bad. And then they make the trade to clear a roster space. Gee, who do you think is going to fill that empty roster space they have right now? Yeah! Yeah, no, what yeah! are you saying that for? What are you, what are you, are you out of your mind? I want that headband, I want him here. I'm oh, not a God. Laker we, fan, well, you Bill. Got him. 
LeBron's built this mess, and he's going to have, and, and you, you you know he's going to he's going to get him. You know he's you know he's coming because LeBron wants him, and that's going to be just a huge distraction. He's he's the teams that he's been with you know are worse with him on the court. They are incredibly worse with him on the court than him off the court. He can't play anymore. All he can do is shoot. And he can't move. I, I just I don't see him being any help at all. Just being a huge distraction. So you have that. And then, you know, and, and, and then in general, you just have the feeling. I just have – they got 27 games left. And if LeBron can stay healthy and Rondo can stay healthy, they can maybe make a push to get his five or six seed. Maybe, But even that, can they win? Can this team win a seven-game series at Oklahoma – that starts Oklahoma City or that starts at Denver or starts at Golden State? I don't know. I mean, I just think – I think it was not a great day for the Lakers. I know it was a great moment. And it was wonderful for Rondo, and but you know again, the Lakers shot they, they, they shot a season high three pointers, so they shot out of their mind, and they got a little lucky at the end. But all that, you know, that, that's all well and good. I just don't see this. The fact that they didn't get Anthony Davis, and the fact that LeBron James kind of disavowed any involvement in it, I just think that's not a good sign. I mean, you, you got to wonder what's going to happen to them this summer. That's what I'm thinking right now because this season, this guy. I mean, you surely you guys don't think this team can win more than one playoff round. Oh, sure they that. can. But look, here's why. Here's why I like it, and I like tonight is that potential springboard game. It's like people forget that you know before LeBron got hurt, they were third in the West. Right? They had gotten through their early season bumps, and this exact same team and LeBron was bad. They were getting it. They were playing better defensively, and they were the third team in the West. Then LeBron gets hurt, and we see just boy. Tell me if you haven't seen this movie before, LeBron. Supporting cast isn't as good as you think it but is. You but you haven't seen. But what you haven't seen, Jason, you haven't seen him hurt for as long as he's hurt. You haven't seen no. him come back as long as it's been. And Lonzo Ball was playing back then. He's not playing now. He's brittle. Rondo's been brittle. I just think. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I know what but you're the, saying. But, but the thing is, is Bill. But this game, team. this game tonight, though, Bill was this. This was every reason for them to come out dead from the neck up again. They didn't get Anthony Davis. They all hate LeBron because he wanted them traded. They all hate Luke Walton. Well, look, it's, a, it's the another kids, Indiana game, played, and it didn't. The happened. only kid that played was Kuzma. That played well was Kuzma. Brandon Ingram wasn't any good. Played well play. defensively, but sure, Ball offensively. It was all the veterans. The veterans are the ones who stood up tonight. And I just don't know if that's going to happen again. I think we can't get past the fact that they, they, they offered publicly to trade their entire team for one guy, and they didn't get that guy, and where do they go from here? Well, I mean, they, I just don't think you can get over that. I don't think one night we'll see. I, I believe they play in Philadelphia next, right? Yeah. Let's see what happens in that in, in that game. They, I mean, they, there's t- times running out on them, and I, I don't know. My faith, my faith in LeBron and his whole, you know, uh, operation, the way he runs the Lakers. It's a little bit shook right now. That's my well, guy. Come on. Yeah. You guys know he, you guys know he, he runs, runs the team. The you know he runs the team. <laughs> I do and appreciate I, that you get tried to give Magic some credit. I really thought you'd take a bat to him. No, you know what? Magic did. Magic, I wrote a column last week saying Magic offered him everything. And he did. He offered him everything. I don't know what I don't know what more he could do. They were in a bad they were put in a bad position by Rich Paul by, by LeBron's agent. And they're putting them in, 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 in an untenable position on that. And now in New Orleans, there's no way they're going to trade them, trade them for for any of these guys. Now, I mean, I don't, I don't, the only way they get Anthony Davis is when LeBron's 36 years old, and that's too late, and that's that's too far gone. So I just I'm losing a little faith. I just think there's, a, fellas, I really think there's as much as excited what am about LeBron and about the Lakers and all that. There's as much chance for this thing to end in disaster as there is it ending in, in, in a championship. I think I really do. I mean, I don't know if they, you know, they weren't able to pull this off. They got power play. They got worked. Also, did you all see who LeBron took as his first three picks in the All-Star game? Yeah, all his guys. 
Oh, no. Free agents. <laughs> yes. He, 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 That's he, the best yeah, thing. He, that was the biggest statement of all. He said, you know what? i got to have somebody. Somebody come play with me. Let's, let's, let's practice this scrimmage in the All-Star game. I'll show you what it's like to play with me. Yeah, no coincidence. Who was it? It was Durant, Kawhi, and Kyrie. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, guys. Anthony I took Anthony Davis. I'm to have you come here. He took AD. I think he took Clay and Kemba Walker. I think he, t- yeah, took, yeah. <laughs> he took Michael yeah. Jordan. He took yeah. all and these so, guys. Do we think? Do we think these guys will come play with him? I mean, I think they kind of botched this one up. I mean, and, and again, what do y'all think about LeBron saying this is just icing on the cake? He doesn't need to chase anything. At least, at least lie about it, right? Well, at that's what well, he, well, he has said. Tone deaf things like that throughout his career. No, I agree with you on that. He has said tone deaf things like that throughout his career. But it's the same thing when he's come to L.A. It's like he's still not really a Laker. It's like he's he is still, not. He's he still not, kind of been at he, arm's length. He has been at arm's length throughout this injury process. I've heard from people over there in your organization. It's like he's not even part of the team. And so, if if he stays healthy and Rondo stays healthy. They can, you know, they can maybe win around in the playoffs. But this is a team that needs more to go forward, and I just don't know if, if they have how or when or where they're going to get it. And I just don't know if LeBron has that drawing power. With you know, and again, who, who knows, you know, how sound he stays the rest of the year? Are we seeing the start of the Kobe Bryant thing? I mean, I, I just think it wasn't a great. They really needed to get Anthony Davis. They really needed that move, and they needed it now. The window is closing. LeBron's, LeBron's got a four-year contract. He's got a three-year window. So he's got two years after this year, and that's it. And tonight was great. Now, I don't want to downplay tonight. I know you all are loving tonight, and it was great to watch. It was fun, and it was exciting. You know, they came back at the end there and against the Boston. It was wonderful. But I just don't – I see it as being a one-off. I just see it as being a nice night to be a Laker. But I just don't – you know, moving forward, it was so cool to see them all celebrating like that. But I just don't know how much more that we're going to see. L.A. Times around the horn panelist Bill Plasky, our guest here on the Jason Smith Show with Mike. And Holland. I'm dead. I'm well, sorry. I'm, I'm sounding so – I'm throwing a, a, a – It is. You sound it. like me. You're Debbie That's Downer. That's what I did. I've been singing Heroes by Bowie all night. But I could – Just I, for one day. But let, let me but cheer Mike you up, Mike agrees Bill. with me. But Mike agrees with me. That's right. Mike. That's yeah. right. Yeah, you guys are both Debbie Down. But let, let, me, let, me, <laughs> let me cheer you up, Bill. You ready? Let me cheer you up. Mike right, Bresnahan, who's covered the Lakers for a long time, right? My, you know, my, my no. man, my, yeah, my, you know my buddy. He talked with Lakers GM Rob Palenka after the game tonight. And what did Rob Palenka say? I wouldn't want to yeah. play us in any seven-game <laughs> matchup, that's for sure. Everything well, is fine. Well, he's the only one. He's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and, and you know what? And also, this is, uh, if you're going to bash anybody in the in the process from the front office of the Anthony Davis trade, from what we understand, at least they return Magic's calls. They wouldn't even return Rob Palinka's calls. Well, why? So if, you're, if you're not going to return Magic's calls, you're not going to return Rob Palinka's call. Yeah, but you would think as a GM, he needs to have his call. His call no. other GM. I think if you're the other GM, you're kind of affronted. Oh, Magic can't call me? They have their GM? I'm not calling Palinka back. Well, uh, yeah, well, maybe you're right, but I just think he needs to at least make that first phone call. No, you know, but I mean, I, that, that's all. Yeah, so it just, again, it was great tonight. Let's see. Let's talk next week. In fact, this is my way of getting on the show next week to see how they do at the, at the, at the end of the road trip. To see how they do at the end of this road trip. To see if this is if this continues. Well, that's the big question, Bill. How much of it was the opponent 
right? We joked about it that it was the battle for Anthony Davis, like they had a cardboard cutout of him that they were going to be able to cut down, you know, king of the ring kind of match, climb the ladder and cut it down after you vanquish your opponent, WWE style, that, you know, everybody rallied for one night. You got their best effort on both sides. Yeah, Because everybody, other than LeBron James, has been mentioned as departing one team or the other. That's a great point. Everybody's kind of happy. Everybody was happy that they got to keep their their you know their apartments and keep their houses and keep their their you know uh, laundries and a laundry laundromat and all that stuff. Yes, everybody. That's a great point. That could very well have been the case because I mean I just again I don't know if they I don't see them sustaining this at least at this level. And I and you know I'm concerned about that moving forward with LeBron, but I guess we'll have to see. I mean, every every day is an adventure over there. Every day is an adventure over there. But the players know, so they're relieved to stay. But they've got to know because of the public nature of this that LeBron doesn't want them, <laughs> right? I mean, they have to know that. Well, I joked the other day, Bill, that they all needed to make sure before he got hurt that they got everything they needed for their friends and family signed. Yeah, There's yeah, you know, right. I mean, you know, you saw, and, and if you look at who LeBron Kuzma was in that pile, I didn't see a lot of kids in that. You know, LeBron was pretty much celebrating with KCP and Rondo and JaVale McGee. LeBron's got his guys. He's got his guys. And in, in heaven help us, he's bringing another one in there, and that's going to be a disaster. So that's another big war. Again, <laughs> when, so it's when, when Carmelo shows up, don't <laughs> underestimate the power of the divisiveness of that guy in that locker room. Well, we're going to pitch in and buy Jason a Carmelo Anthony Lakers jersey <laughs> that we're going to force him to wear at least twice a week. With the hood. I well, mean, it's got to be yeah, hoodie metal. Have absolutely. It, yeah. But, you know, I did have a great moment this week flying on Southwest Airlines, flying back from the Super Bowl. The plane lands at LAX, and the and the, and the uh, flight attendant says, "Well, our plane just had a touchdown. Something the Rams haven't had in four weeks." Oh, well, yeah, how about that? Oh, that was good. So that was oh, a good moment. Hey, speaking of the Super Bowl, Bill, obviously the big lingering question is going to be Todd Gurley. Was he healthy? Was he not part of the game plan? There's a lot of double talk from everybody. What are you hearing? I'm hearing that he was not healthy, and that. He was trying to hide it, and that and that McVeigh was trying to hide it because McVeigh is not. He'd be derelict in his duties if if if, if Gurley was healthy, he wasn't playing him. I heard the knee is bad, but also he's just beat up. He's just. I heard he was just beat to hell from for from the last five years of playing of, of you know, leading the league in touches and all that stuff. And I just heard he wore down. I mean, I heard. I don't think it was anything mental. I really don't think so. I don't think he was pouting. I think he just couldn't go. If you notice, they didn't throw any screens to him. Right. One, he, one he attempt. Yep. One attempt. Yeah, he didn't get out, and that's what they do with him. He couldn't. He didn't, he didn't have that burst. So McVay thought C.J. Anderson had that. You know, I just can't believe. I was questionable after the Saints game. I was all over McVay saying, what's going on here? But I think I think he's hurt. And so this, this is a bigger question for me, fellas, and maybe it's what you all are implying. What do they do with Todd Gurley? $60 million they owe him. Are they building this franchise around a guy who may be suddenly worn down? You know how running backs go in this league. Mm-hmm. You know what happens to them. Once they go, they go. And he had a great year, but this injury, what happens with this? And what happens with them moving forward? And can they build around him? I don't know. I think that's a huge question mark. But I do think I'd like to disavow anybody who the notion that he didn't care or he was pouting or he was upset about sharing. No, because in fact, he and I kind of got into it a little bit uh, the, the week before the Super Bowl in a, in a press conference where he mm-hmm. said, listen, man, I'm just happy to be here. I really don't care about touches. I want, I, I'm just happy to be here. And I believe him. I'm buying that. I mean, he's, he wanted the ball. 
I don't think he could do much with it. I mean, McVay's brilliant. He's not going to keep him on the bench if he has any kind of burst. So I think that's the issue. And I think we're going to find out sooner or later what happened. Of course, why is he not on the injury report? Well, guess what? New England can't complain because those guys will <laughs> lie about that stuff every day. So, Right? So, you know, I don't you know. All they can do is find him. Is find the Rams. So I think, I think he's hurt. And it depends on how bad he's hurt and whether it's a chronic thing and whether it's bad moving forward. You can follow him on Twitter at Bill Plaschke. He's my second best friend. Check him out at LATimes.com. Right. Call me next week. And we'll call you this time next week. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 